Hello and welcome to the Wingnet Travel Podcast with me, James Hammond. Personally, I have been to 50 countries. I've met so many people in my travels that I want to bring on this podcast and get their story on record. I have plenty of tips and stories to share with you as well. Are you a backpacker or a traveller or gap year student or simply someone who loves to travel? Then this is the podcast for you. Throughout the weeks and months, you'll get many guests and solo episodes where I try to cover all range of subjects within travel. This is a casual and informative travel podcast to inspire you to travel in the future. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Thanks for listening and supporting this. And I'll see you soon. Cheers, James. Hello and welcome to the Winging It Travel podcast, episode 45. It is the Winging It Travel podcast 2021 review with Rachel Fox. Today's episode is more about how the year has gone. Got some stats and figures for you. Some basic chat with Rachel again, uh, a few stories chucked in there and a few good clips there about travel in general and COVID and um, some clips from the podcast this year and favourite guests and all this kind of stuff that's going to give you a nice overview of the year going into 2022. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Um, it's great to reflect on the year gone by and it's given me even more motivation in 2022 to provide even better content for the year ahead. Um, I hope it inspires you to travel in the future keep listening keep supporting please review on Podchasers uh, and also Spotify has a, a rating system now so you can plunk five stars on there if you want thanks again stay safe be healthy and I'll catch you soon cheers James let's get into the episode Rachel has been on twice before and she's back again as a special guest slash co-host to talk about some stats some favorite clips bits about our guests and also some quotes from the episodes this year Rachel hello how you doing Hi, I'm good. Thanks for um, having me on again. <laughs> no worries. I couldn't think of anyone better. <laughs> I feel like that should be a compliment, and I'm just, I'm just not sure it is. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you think it is? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. Anyway, yeah. Okay. Um, as you can see, we are following the protocols of COVID nineteen on our zoom call here so um how does it feel like mine's feeling all right at the minute but it might get a bit itchy halfway through um yeah no mine's feeling pretty good at the moment uh, my mask um what is it what, what's it called when you get all the spots mask knee or something oh, well, like uh, acne yeah but <laughs> there's a name for it now mask knee yeah oh, okay i've never heard of that knee? i might get a bit of that later <laughs> Well, if you just, just let me know if you're doing, I'll pause and you can take it off. Great, thanks. Is that, is that okay? Okay, we're we're very serious here on this um, end of the year episode. So the, yeah, the idea here is we're going to analyze some stats and talk about some stuff from this year gone by, and maybe some lessons learned as well. I think it's always good to share with the listeners um, what I've learned this year in terms of setting up a podcast and where we are at the minute. Um, have you got anything to say about that, Rachel? No. Fair. Right. Let's start with some facts and figures. <laughs> Are you intrigued by these facts and figures? I am. Um, I just, I just actually, before we get going, um, yeah. I just want to apologise oh. on behalf of the Wellington weather. Um, I'm in Wellington today and um, the wind is roughly 135 kilometres an hour. Right. And so if you hear lots of things rattling around, it's my badly built house. 
just rattling around me. <laughs> right, okay. Yeah. Because uh, building standards in New Zealand are notoriously bad. Right. Yeah. I've not heard anything yet, though. Oh, okay, good. So if I've not um, heard anything and it's rattled, that's, that's a good sign. Yeah, we're just having a very typical Wellington day. Okay. That's um, standard from when I used to live there. It's the windiest city in the world. Yeah. For some reason, Chicago has the title, but yeah. it is wrongly wrongly taken that title because Wellington has on average more wind for more days and stronger wind. Why? Any idea why? It's something to do. (laughs) Oh God, why do you ask me scientific things? Okay. It's something to do with the combination of the Tararua mountain range that's just yeah. to the north of us, the Rumatakas, which is another mountain range, which is next to the Tararuas. Yeah. Then the Cook Strait. Yeah. And the fact that New Zealand is in the absolute middle of nowhere. Okay. So that, that combines it's three things. It's concoction. that. Oh, yeah. I was going to say trifecta, but that's three, isn't it? And I just said four things. Well. Yeah. Or did I say three things? Hang on. You said two mountain ranges that sound similar, but a mouthful. And then you said the Cook Strait, and that is the middle of nowhere. Yeah, four things. Three, the yeah. three, the mountains, the Cook Strait, and the location. Yeah. Because I Trifecta. think the wind comes from like Antarctica or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. That's a, that's a great little fact to start off the podcast. Um, that's why I'm here. I'm bringing Yeah, no, time. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the fans have been calling your name. Right, let's get let's get down to some stats and uh, figures and facts and stuff. All right. So this is episode 45. Technically, technically, if you want to be anal about that, I've actually done a few part one, part two is not included in that. So actually, oh. I think the total episodes will be another two on. It's actually 47 I've released, I think, including this one when I release it. Could be 48. It's a bad start to stats and figures, that. But I thought <laughs> clear, clear it up that... So we're somewhere is... between 45 and 50 episodes this <laughs> <Yeah>. year. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like physically, it's in that range, but we've named this one 45 because uh, I'm now in a but role of doing it in a row, maybe obviously. Maybe 47. <laughs> yeah, who knows? But this is um, this is after Christmas, so this, like is, the, this is the last one. 31 part one and 31 part two. Is that how you're doing it? That's what I've done in the early days. Oh. Um, and I didn't really count them as like the next numerical order of the next podcast yeah 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 so okay when you log on to say like pod chaser um, ps leave a review you'll see that um it will say oh it's 45 episodes already released but actually i've named it like one or two behind so there's a bit of technicalities there um no one really cares i'm just clearing <laughs> it up right now okay I've, I've got it. Okay, so this is somewhere between 45 and 50 episodes, yeah. depending when you release it and how you name them. Yeah, and count but them. Uh, let's quickly move on before people start getting bored of that. Now I've got a total downloads current as today, which is the December the 20th um, for me, December 20th for you. 21st, yeah. 21st for you. That's a mind fucking it. Uh, so 8.20pm PST, 20th December is... 1594 total downloads excluding Spotify streams and YouTube views. What do you make of that? That's pretty good. So 1594. Yeah. Or divided by 45, we agreed on. Yeah, this is officially 45. Let's do that. 
Yeah. So 44, because this one's not released. Yeah. downloads. On average, 36.2 downloads per episode. Yeah, I'm, I was hoping for 50, to be honest. Um, but there's a caveat oh, here. It? We're supposed to be here, like, celebrating <laughs> the end of the year and the podcast, and you're like, meh, <laughs> meh, kind of wanted more. Well, you always want more, don't you? No, 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 that's to be, yeah, yeah. I think it's good. I think it's a good start. I told my friend the other day who... In your first year. Sorry? I think it's pretty good in your first year for, you know, like... Yeah. I mean this in the nicest possible way, but, like, you're a nobody... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I'll take that as a compliment. <laughs> I mean, it's not like I'm trying to think of someone really famous now. It's not like if Joe Rogan came out and released a new podcast and he got 35 yeah. per show, he'd be disappointed with that, wouldn't he? Yeah, but you're not him. No, I'm, I'm not him. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know you're going with that, and it's not been a full year. Yet. I started in February, so uh, February the eighth next year will be my one year anniversary. Am I going to come back on for that? <laughs> no, I've got, uh, I've got, I've actually got guests fully lined up for January and February, so you, you, you have to hook there a little bit. You've got someone better, all right. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. Um, yeah, so the reason I put excluding Spotify streams, and this is a grey area, is um, when you de- when you set up a podcast and you um, sort of like accept it or commit it to yourself on Spotify, there is a separate website called Spotify for podcasters. And this has uh, Spotify uh, stats only. But they do obviously streams. Now, I've done a bit of testing here. I mean, if I'm wrong, please write in or tell me. But I wasn't sure whether if you were to log on today on the internet and just stream and not download the episode on Spotify, just play it, whether that counts as a download. So I've done some testing and it doesn't. So I've got a separate list here of Spotify um, stats which could really enhance my figures oh because the the problem here is i don't know who's actually downloaded them in terms of those spotify stats i can see on my other podcast host platform spotify downloads but th- th- there's no way to correlate them between streams and downloads i have no idea so i'll get to that in a minute and i'll explain it better but that's why i put excluding spotify streams because um you could play my, one of my podcasts on the internet as in, like, you just stream it on the internet and it doesn't count as a download. And if I download it but I don't listen to it, does it count as a download? Yes. Oh. Yeah. This is where it's interesting. So, oh, we'll get to Spotify stats. Let's do it anyway. Um, they have three types of stats. Well, two, really. It's a start and a stream. Now, a start is 0 to 60 seconds. Okay. And a stream is 60 seconds or more. So how many people thought, I'll give this a go, lasted 59 seconds. Got that stat. I went, went, nah, this isn't for me. So here here it is, the stats on Spotify. So the start, as Rachel just described there, where they've given it 59 seconds, I thought, nah, bugger this, I'm going somewhere else, is approaching 1,200. (laughs) But obviously, you've got to bear in mind here. Now, this is, an, this is another grey area, and this is worth questioning. Does if you st- if you started one, stopped it, and then carried it on, does it then go into the streams and not as a start? 
I don't know the difference oh. here. I don't know how they measure this. So if I if I actually, on the other hand, started it and got less than 59 seconds in and thought, actually, this is the greatest 59 seconds of my life. Yeah. I need to give it more time. Yeah. And more investment. So I'm going yeah. to stop it. I'm going to go back to it tomorrow. Yeah. And listen to the entire thing. It, yeah. Is that two steps? Exactly. Yeah. So is there a duplication of stats from start and streams? Like, would they, would they like cut it off either way? Is this, is this really annoying that we, we're asking all these questions and we don't have any way to find out the answer? <laughs> very uninformative approach. There's probably... All these questions. Yeah, there's uh, probably research out there. I've not done it. Um, it's, <laughs> it's just... What a surprise. <laughs> hey, I did, I did get pretty good research, don't we know? I, um, is, is it worth it? Is it worth doing research, like... I I think when in the podcast world people ask what your downloads are, I think that's pretty like that. So, okay, so what are your downloads? What are your someone listened for sixty one seconds and went yes? I mean that is currently as we speak nine hundred eleven. Oh, yeah, that's, that's what I mean. There's three hundred difference there. So I, I won. Yeah, it's like, I don't want to bore on the questions, but are those nine hundred eleven counting in the first? 60 seconds of starts or were they completely different stats that's what I want to know you, you, you sound surprised decided... at that by the way what sorry you sound surprised at that um, stat there the streams oh, the 911 oh no the streams isn't it yeah um, well I just thought when you add that to the amount of downloads that's a lot of listens yeah so let's count streams you know, I know that I know you're saying that people are more interested in your download total when you look at all of those different stats if yeah. they are individual people, that's a lot of people. Yeah, I've got um, stats on that as well. But um, oh. yeah, so that's a yeah. Do I add all that up, or do I say to be on the safe side, let's just do podcast downloads plus streams and leave out the starts? That's a pretty so what's good. That? If you do podcast downloads plus streams, no starts. Uh, that's probably around two thousand six hundred. So 2,600 people. No, 2,500, two and a half. Sorry, two and a half thousand, yeah. Two and a half thousand people just on Spotify have tuned in to hear you and well, your relentless... <laughs> yeah. We're only talking about Spotify here, but obviously in the first I gave the total downloads, 1594 includes all the other platforms, but I've excluded oh, yeah. Spotify because they just do things a little bit differently. But yeah. So you know, starts are 1,200, streams are 911. So that's like 2,111. I mean, if you want to whack that on top of the downloads. I do. That's like 3,700 almost. That's brief. That's pretty fucking good. But there's, there's another caveat here, though. Oh. Uh, in those streams, 911, half of them might have downloaded it. I don't know. I can see downloads on my podcast platform in terms of Spotify, mm. but you don't have to download it. You can just stream it. So this is where it all gets a bit grey, right? So, yeah, I don't know. But we can go either way. We can just leave them all separate or add them all up. So if we add them all up, yeah, that's approaching, yeah, it's about 3,700. Add them all up. But 1,200 of them didn't fancy anything longer than 59 seconds, but I'll take it. I think that's fair. Yeah. I don't know if I'd listen to 50. <laughs> 
<laughs> to more than 59 seconds of, of us. Thanks. <laughs> so what's your, do you have the stats on like your, in, what's your most successful episode? Get into that. Don't you worry. I'm oh, getting there. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Got, My got an, yeah. 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 I got an order here. Let's just finish oh. off the Spotify stats because they, they give a bit more detail. Okay. Uh, Spotify only. And um, this is, they have told me I have 186 listeners. Now this means that that is 186 different people have listened to my, uh, one of my episodes on Spotify. So yes. if you, if you had to add up the starts and streams, what's that? 2,100, 186 different people in that. So obviously some of them are duplicated, like listen to one, two, three, four, whatever episode they listen to. And I have 59 I don't followers. I have counted. <laughs> Sorry, what? I'm not counted in that because Hang I haven't on. listened to any of your podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> no, you must have done. <laughs> I just want you to know that it's not just your friends because we don't listen. <laughs> I've got quite a few New, New Zealand listeners. So is that not you? No. Who the bloody hell is that then? Right, we'll come back to that. Start in a minute. Anyway, yeah, fifth, uh, on Spotify only, I have 59 followers. 59? Um, yeah, followers, which has kind of been, that's average, I think. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's about five, five a month on average. Uh, I've got a gender ratio here. Oh. Um, we're keeping simple here with male and female. We're not going to delve into the I others. I reckon more men than women. Oh, no. I reckon... I can more women listen to podcasts. Oh, um, men. I'm going to go more men. You're right. 60, 40 male. Yes. And I've got age groups here. Okay. I reckon. I'll, I'll I give reckon... you the categories and you can tell yeah, you Yeah, give me the categories. So there's a category of 28 to 34, uh, 35 to 44. There's obviously one before that, 23 to 27. And I guess there's no, the older 25 ones. 25 to 34. 28 to 34. That's yeah. the category. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. It's seventy percent. There's is the so that's our age, right? So that's that's millennial, basically millennials. Bang in the middle millennials. Yeah. And then number millennial. two is twenty-three to twenty-seven. So I'm getting to the gen Z. The youngers, the young yeah. the youngies. And number three is thirty-five to forty-four. Basically three I mentioned. Um ten percent. So you got no oldies. Oh, there is, but they're they're really low percentages. I've done top three. Oh, okay. It's um, like your, your nan or something listening. Well, she's in a grave, so <laughs> I don't think she'll be listening. Um, <laughs> what if I might go that far? Is <laughs> that an extra country on my list? Who are we to doubt the yeah, reach yeah, of yeah. Spotify? Absolutely. It's a great... Well, I'll just jot that down for whatever idea that we've got. Um, but <laughs> not for this one. Podcasts <laughs> for dead people. <laughs> just quickly before I carry on, I saw another podcast title the other day which made me laugh. Yeah, the podcast title was called Another Failed Podcast. And in their yeah. bio, it said, This is the worst podcast you'll ever hear, but it's funny. I thought it was brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Did you listen? No. Um, <laughs> but I will. I will. Maybe. Uh, okay, let's go back to let's, let's Spotify done. We'll, we'll, we'll draw a line under that. And we'll go back to the normal, what we know, full podcast stats in terms of my Spreaker po- podcast host, 
who then give you a bit of extra stats, like fully on the downloads. So my top five sources to download my podcast. See, Spotify's top at 63%. Oof. Apple Podcasts is second to 17%. Google Podcasts, 4.5%, number three. Spreaker, my actual app I sort of use to podcast host, is 3%. But Podchaser is 2%. And that's only recently, the last two or three weeks. That is going to be in second place by February, I reckon. All my podcasts come from Podchaser at the minute. And that's why I'm getting some different countries. So it's interesting. Um, but no surprises there, though, I don't think. Nah, I think most people use Spotify. Like the Apple podcast app is just appalling. It's really hard to use. Yeah, because I don't have it because I don't have an Apple phone. Um, it used to be really good, but now it's just really shit. Well, I'm not surprised. I listened to another podcast the other day about this, and they just took their eye the ball. Apple podcast was number one, guaranteed yeah, for the day. easily. Spotify come along, didn't take it too seriously, and it just fallen behind because Spotify now ramping it up. Um, yeah. And Apple not really retaliating here. So I think it's on the way down as a platform. That doesn't surprise me. For podcasts. Yeah. Anyway, um, I've now so got the... Podchaser Moo. Is that what it's called? Podchaser's interesting one. So it's, it's the IMDB of pod, podcasts. So I, I, I was aware of it, didn't really use it. Then I went to a webinar with Podchaser and Spreaker. They've done a combined like webinar for an hour every week. And the guy who was representing Podchaser said, look, this is the IMDB of podcasts. We've got every podcast in the world on there. And you can search by like minuscule things, like it could be any sort of like genre or any word, which could be in any of your oh. episodes. He's like, you know. Because dip, that's dip where I think like Apple definitely, but probably Spotify, they're falling down a little bit because mm. it, they recommend you like the top top podcasts. Yes, you know what I mean, like then, and you can't really like if I search on Spotify, if I search travel, I'm probably going to get you know 800 songs yeah. and playlists about travel. Then I'm going to get you know it's, it's going to be really hard for me to find anything by smaller people. You know, not small people. I no, 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 you're, you're absolutely right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you're on a pod chaser today, and let's for example, I'm going to plug my own episode here. If you search Cook Islands. Now, I've done this the other day. My podcast is the only one on there that's had a, a recent podcast episode about Cook Islands. So I'm going to show up. But you can go right minute, right? You can go Cook Islands. You can even go to cities in places where people have put it in their oh, title. So I could put in like, I don't know, it's, it's Lisbon. Yes. Yeah, oh. you can go real granularly with it. So yeah, it's it's a pretty cool place. So I've, what I've done is I've tagged all my episodes. I've changed my titles to include basically what I'm talking about in the titles so people can search for them. And uh, it's kind of working at the minute. Like all the different countries that are on there just um, playing my podcast is pretty crazy. And is it free? Yes. Because Spotify, I know you can use Spotify for free, but you kind of don't, do you? Because you get so many adverts and you get, I don't know what, I don't know what it's like to listen to a podcast on Spotify without Spotify premium, but there is that kind of question there. Yeah. That barrier. Yeah, you're right. In place, yeah. whereas if this other app is just completely free, because that was the great thing about Apple Podcasts as well, it was totally free. Yes, and also, I totally forgot I actually paid for Spotify. Yeah, of course. So I don't even know what it's like without the premium on Spotify. That's a good mm. shout. Um, but Podchaser is interestingly not an app; it's still a web browser. 
they have they have integrated apps it's a bit weird so this got asked on the webinar a few weeks ago someone's like oh you know can we find your app he's like actually we don't have a pod chaser app but we have affiliated apps where all the podcasts go into and i can't remember those names i probably should know that like but, reddit yeah i guess so yeah because reddit not... doesn't have its own app does it it has yeah. like different reddit apps that yeah you can it's use. like that yeah yeah okay so it it's kind of works like that um which is quite interesting so yeah just a bit uh, pod chaser for me is number one at the minute so if you want to leave a review um i.e you which you've not done yet um that'd be great because then it just boosts my promotion of my podcast i can't leave a review about myself what what do you mean well like if i was leaving a review yeah it would be about me wouldn't it and I, that's a bit why can't you just review my podcast because i haven't listened to them <laughs> I can't get over that. Um, but you've been a guest now three times, including this, and you've not listened to any of them. That's unbelievable. I might have listened to one. I think I did listen to one, actually. Right. Okay. Yeah. Do you know you... I shouldn't have told you. No, that's all good. It's, it's, we'll move on. Um, so, yeah, if you're hearing this for the first time, Rachel's not listened to any more podcast episodes, and I've asked her back three times. But um, we'll move on. <laughs> But Podchaser, yeah, it's the one. Get reviewing. Uh, I've got an unbelievable reach in terms of countries last two or three weeks. So find me on there. There's no actual download button. You just play it. So if you play my podcast episode on Podchaser, that counts as a download, interestingly, unlike Spotify. Okay. If you suddenly get like an influx, if you just suddenly get 45 new downloads from Podchaser from New Zealand, it's not me. re-listening to the whole back catalogue. I can't believe it. I'm, I'm going to get these stats up in a minute. That I, I need to ask you about it because it's interesting. But um, let's move on. So you asked earlier about the highest downloads for episodes, and I've got three, top three episodes. Okay, top three. <laughs> and Travelling this... with Rachel 1. <laughs> Travelling <laughs> traveling with Rachel 2. I've got number one. Is episode one <laughs> so this comes to lessons learned in a minute but um episode one why i travel and why you should is my biggest download in terms of a episode uh the second highest is episode three traveling with adam bamford my friend my first guest and number three is yourself traveling with rachel fox your first appearance which is episode four i've learned that there's always a bit of an uptake when you start so all your friends, all your family, like, yeah, great. And it's great support. First two months, you get so many downloads because they're all into it. Now, what I've learned is you've got to take that with a pinch of salt because that doesn't mean they're going to carry on. Because uh, I put a graph, I'll, I'll show this graph on the video when we release it. Um, my trends start up and it's gone down and now it's on the way back up. So there's a dip. But yeah, so that because second upwards trajectory is actually more truthful than the first one. I think so because it's not, it's the it's a true regulars, but also maybe not the support at the start. They're kind of like tailed off a little bit because it just happens. Yeah. That way. Um, and it's quite tough because uh, in the summer it's a bit of a lull. I was like, I'm getting nothing here, and it's a bit hard to accept. But it's it's I think I've turned a corner. But yeah, we'll come to that in a minute because part of lessons learned. Let's get to exciting stuff. Uh, how many countries have listened? 44 in six continents. Whoa. 
Yeah. That's pretty that's pretty that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna ask you, right? Yeah. Okay. What do you think is the most random country that I've seen that's downloaded an episode? Uzbekistan. Is that because you saw it the other day? No. Oh, they have, yeah. It was the oh two days God, ago. No. Uzbekistan, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll take that. Yeah. I wasn't that's was kind of third on my list, but yeah. Yeah. Okay, no. so there's somewhere more random. Well, can I say random? Not shocking, but more surprising. I couldn't okay, believe it. Um same kind of area of the world. Or it's somewhere... Roughly, I mean loosely. Russia. Huh, my friend said that. I say the backstory here is I put this in my group, friendship group, saying you never guess what countries listened, and one of them said they are Russia. But actually, Russia is I think uh, possibly might be my top ten of listeners, believe it or not. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Don't know anyone there. Um, but it's not Russia, no. Okay, I'll have one more guess. You get three. Oh no, yeah, yeah, last guess. Yeah, yeah. so I've got my one more, my one more. Um, Who's the best um, Amazing guess. Turkmenistan. <laughs> Unfortunately, I haven't reached the country of Turkmenistan yet, but it's on my list. Okay. <laughs> the country I was talking about is Yemen. No. Yeah, I had a podcast episode from Yemen. You've like, got listeners in Yemen? I've got one, yeah. One podcast downloaded in Yemen. Yeah, yeah. Hi, Yemen. Like, unbelievable. Like, I hope you're right. Um, awful situation. I would have thought there's probably more pressing things in your mind rather than to winging it travel podcast. But I take that as a huge compliment. Yeah, escapism. And the fact here is there's someone in Yemen who's listened to more episodes than you. (laughs) Well, how many have they listened to? One. Oh. (laughs) No, I did listen to one. I remember now. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. They listened to my last podcast episode last week, the Cook Islands one. Which is interesting because Yemen to Cook Islands is a long, real different journey of countries, isn't it? But yeah, that's what they listen to. So they could be now a regular listener too because they've only had the opportunity to listen to one. Yeah, this is, this is the beauty of the podcast platform, right? You can then see the next, you can do it by week by week, even day by day, actually. And uh, you can see what comes in next week. So yeah, they've not listened twice yet. So I wouldn't call them a listener or regular, but they've started. They've probably got other things Come to on, do. Yeah, man. Come on. Um, but yeah, unbelievable, right? And um, to give you some maybe other random countries that might surprise you. Mm. Moldova. Had one from there. Uh, three or four downloads from there. Moldova. Uh, I think I know Moldova from the um, Eurovision Song Contest. Yeah, you would do, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of around. Is it around like near Montenegro, that kind of area? It, it's that way, yeah. Eastern Europe, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've had one from it's weird you look at them now and think, oh, it's not even that weird. Um, Georgia, same part of the world, yeah. Um, Colombia has got that's not really a shock, really, but yeah, just a, a few random ones in there. But oh, and Cook Islands, I've got one from Cook Islands, yes. Which which one does it say, or which episode? Nah, which island? Oh no, it doesn't go. It does go down into areas of countries, but Cook Islands a bit small. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there you go. And I reckon ten or eleven of those come in the last two weeks because of Podchaser. So that's that's how it's reaching out. 
That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, I've got some countries that are kind of top five, if you like, who listen to my podcast to date. Um, UK. Yeah, number one. 50%. So then what, number two is Russia? No, Canada. (laughs) 26%. It sounds like New Zealand's pretty high up there. It's in the top five, yeah. (laughs) Number three is Australia with 6%. Oh. USA is four, five and a half percent. And then New Zealand is fifth with 4% of my podcast downloads. Well, I can tell you who doesn't listen. (laughs) That's why I'm unbelievably surprised. I I don't know. Yeah, thanks again Um, for people listening, but... I don't listen. Aaron doesn't listen. (laughs) Wow. So those are the two people you know in New Zealand. (laughs) Hey, I know more people than that. I'm not having that. (laughs) Not on my watch. Anyway, if you're watching this video, this YouTube, I'm not going to put a graph up. Right. And this graph is what I was talking about earlier. Um, It's actually on my notes that I showed Rachel, but I don't think Rachel's actually got them open. So it shows a graph where, like I said earlier, I started really well. Then I sort of went down a real low in the summer and I'm now on the way back up. So it's a good trajectory. And I'm on course to have a best month since oh, March, sorry, March, which was the best month so far. But it stands alone because there's so many downloads that month. If Rachel I've got is... a graph now. Yeah, you got a graph? Yeah, you can see the graph, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't read the notes. <laughs> Don't listen to the episodes. Wow. <laughs> Don't look at the graphs. <laughs> Why do you keep inviting me? Oh, that's a laugh, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, you see the graph, right? Mm. Yeah, it's all right, isn't it? So you see what I mean, yeah, can't you? I'm on the way up a little bit now. It's going up, steadily. <laughs> Here are some of my favourite quotes so far this year. Okay. I'll, read, I'll read them to you because, um, yeah, they're quite funny. So Liam Todd, episode 17, said why you should go travelling. He quoted, was mm-hmm. saying, just fuck your job off and do it. <laughs> I'm not really sure that that, like, I, I really do appreciate the quote. <laughs> But it's not a why, is it? Yeah, that's a fair point. It's not a why. You know. It's a, it's a how. How do you go travelling? Yeah. yeah, imagine, right, you're having this conversation with your boss and you're like, I'd really like to take a sabbatical because, um, you know, I want to go travelling. And he says, "I'm like, well, your boss says, could be a woman. Yeah, of course. Oh, why do you want to go travelling? <laughs> And you reply, fuck your job. <laughs> I'm off. That's why I laughed at it when I heard it. I can believe it. But yeah, it's a favourite quote of mine, I think. I've quoted it many times. How many, how many jobs do you think you fucked off to go travelling? Me? That's yeah. a fantastic question. I think to go travelling is probably ballpark around 10. 10? Yeah. 10 jobs you've said, fuck yeah. your job, I'm going yeah. travelling. Yeah. Oh, okay, it's, a, it's around seven or eight. Yeah. Still quite a lot. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot in it. Yeah. Yeah. So that, I think I'm only on one. Wow. Um, Still plenty yeah, of time. Probably. Okay, I've got another quote for you. Yeah. Um, this is from episode 13, Lewis Huxtable, Trevor Lewis Huxtable. So I travelled with him in South America. And this is, a be- this is more of a why. He says, all that matters is freedom. When you travel, that's the purest form of freedom there is. Oh, that's... It's quite deep. It's quite deep. Yeah. 
It's also not technically true, is it? <laughs> okay, go on. Because when you travel, you're a slave to the bloody buses. <laughs> yeah, I, I see what you mean there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a very deep quote from you there. Um, we'll quote that at the end of this one. So this is from a recent episode uh, with Emily and Rachel from the Gap Year Diaries podcast. They came on um, as a guest. And I, I, gave, I gave them both this question of why you should travel. And this is what they said. So we'll start with Emily. She said, there's not really any way you would regret it. Provided you do it ethically, responsibly and sustainably, there's only good things that can come from traveling. Even if you go through challenging experiences, as Rachel and I can attest to, they build you as a person. What do you think of that? I think there are downsides to traveling. <laughs> yeah. You know, like you could get a parasite. Yeah, of course. <laughs> okay. Um, the second quote <laughs> from Rachel. <laughs> you can't live it there. <laughs> I've, got, I've got part two here. Let's leave part two in it. Let's analyze both. Um, Rachel said from the same podcast episode For me, it is a sense that time is not refundable, especially if you come out of school, you've been so used to life being on a sense of a conveyor belt. Just go because your experience will be absolutely yours and you'll carry that with you forever. These are life lessons along there that you'll never thought were possible. Mm. And also, she said at the end of that, fuck the fear and do it anyway. Very true, yeah. Yeah, so carry on with your parasite story. <laughs> I haven't had a parasite. Just oh, okay. would like to caveat that, caveat that, but some friends of mine got parasites, you know, and they've been quite ill. Basic question, um, how'd you get it? Um salad right okay um in lots of places you have like fruit or salad and you don't wash it properly or ah uh, right you know, like, like things like lettuce yeah lettuce is covered in parasites yeah don't eat lettuce when you're traveling yeah this is a top tip especially somewhere like india for example just eat peeled fruits don't even Pe- entertain yeah, anywhere like and central america is the same like guatemala okay. Really awful for for parasites. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Don't you know? Try and avoid meat. Eat things that are cooked or peeled. Yes. So you know, and um, berries are pretty bad. Like you know, mm. like strawberries have got all the little dents in them. Yeah. You can't really wash out. Yeah, I see what you mean. Everything properly. So. But but other than that, I I, I wholeheartedly support those quotes. Okay. Just had to put in the warnings, you know, don't don't go and have your lettuce. But do you, do the locals buy that fruit and eat it though? Do they get parasites? Yeah, so I got really sick in Guatemala actually. I didn't have a parasite, but I got really sick with something else. Yeah. Um, just generally like poor water quality, just mm. just really wasn't very well. And um Aaron went to the pharmacy for me. Yeah. Um and the pharmacist was like, oh, yeah, so you just need to take, like, this concoction, which is, like, probiotic, antibiotic, and something else, and it will make you kind of, you know, make you well again. And she Mm -hmm. said that the locals take that every six months. Oh, right, okay. To, you know, basically kill anything bad that's in there, build up the good bacteria in the stomachs, and, and just carry on. So, yeah, I think that's how they, they deal with it. Oh, okay. I just wonder if it's like just because our stomachs aren't used to the bacteria, but that shouldn't really make a difference if it's just a parasite that's going to get into you, right? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I don't know, fine. maybe they all got parasites. Yeah, I don't know. Just, the, just a thought there. You agree with those quotes? 
Yeah, and I think that we've all really learned a lesson with COVID, you know, that like yes. say time time isn't refundable and you can and that oh that sounds a bit bleak and I don't mean quite mean like that, but you know, when you're not able to travel and you're kind of stuck somewhere, it makes mm. you really appreciate those times that you are able to travel and make you really wanna, you know jump on that opportunity and I suppose you know particularly speaking from New Zealand we are unable to travel we haven't been able to travel for two years now and um it's looking like it's going to be a little bit more time before we can travel again so um, you know it's um it makes you really appreciate when you can travel and you think hey you know actually why am I spending all this time doing a nine till five when I could go and do something else. Yeah. I thought every day, actually, it's crazy that it's been so long since you can just casually travel. No restrictions, no no rules, no, like, tests. That seems like a lifetime ago, doesn't it, now? That is a little bit unnerving. Yeah. And, like, when I think about, you know, all the travelling that we did and the amount that we mm. would, you know pop somewhere like you know you could just the only thing that we ever had to think about was like can I afford the flight yeah 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 you know do I need to take time off work or do I need to quit Mm. so you know whereas now it's like if I book my flight now can I travel then Mm. you know how do I get my my test do I need to quarantine when I come back how do I get a place in quarantine can I you know is it even open to me like it's you know there's so many so many variables like today the government the new zealand government have um just brought in a new role yeah <laughs> another one um so you used to have to have like a negative covid test 72 hours before arrival yeah. or something yeah. yeah 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 but now it's 48 <sighs> how can you even get on a plane and get somewhere in 48 hours from new zealand <laughs> Hang on. So based on my experience of going home a few months ago, Royal Mail couldn't even get delivered in three days. So give up getting it in two days because you would have to book the flight and then essentially a 24, 36 hour turnaround on your COVID test. Yeah. And it's got to be negative. And it's got to be negative. Yeah. If you're like UK, um, don't trust the Royal Mail. They mess it up all the time. So. And like, I know Germany had, because a friend of mine moved to Germany from New Zealand and Germany required her to have a test 48 hours before she landed in Germany. Mm. It takes over 48 hours to get from New Zealand to Germany. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. It's just crazy. It's crazy times, isn't it? Yeah. 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 And do you remember like after 9-11 when everyone was like, oh, can't take my shampoo on the plane. <laughs> you know, God. To bring back just shampoo gate. Like, yeah. Bloody hell. Oh, those were simpler times when we just couldn't <laughs> yeah. have our knives and our shower gel on. God, think think pre-9-11. Bloody hell, that's even, even better. Just casual, oh. do what you want. We'll have a quote for you. Mm. Pete Cotts back. He's from the Travel Winds podcast, come on as a guest. And he was episode 39. So I asked him again, why, why should you travel? And he said this, because you might not be able to do it tomorrow. I always said that I would do that when I get older, but I have friends who have passed on since who didn't get a chance to go to Japan or wherever. They have, there is no guarantee of tomorrow. I thought you wanted to, like, lighten the mood. Yeah. <laughs> this, this should be inspirational, getting people out there. 
COVID dependent. I'm hoping that all this stuff is going to be like festering in people's minds here into this podcast, right? And then when it finally comes, let's say summer, where restrictions are hopefully just lo- loosened again and it's low numbers, blah, blah, blah. And you can go and everyone just does what Toddy says, fuck your job off and they're going to do it. Everyone does that. And there'll be no one in work because they've all saved us money, not done anything in two years. And everyone's just off traveling around the world. How awesome would that be? But also covered here in Canada, also there's been so many jobs here because no one's here to work in them because you can't come here until recently. Yeah. So Yeah, um, we've had that problem in New Zealand. Um, you know, some sectors are, are struggling to find employment. But what has been really great, the really good side of COVID, I think there's been two things, conservation-wise, like, yeah. you know, pre-COVID, you were getting, I don't know, 5,000 people a day in Milford Sound. Wow. Yeah. And it's just not, like, good for it. You know, like, yeah. some dot tracks, you know, the amount of, like, Roy's Peak, for instance, the amount of people, oh, like, yeah. people a day that would walk up Roy's Peak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just not, like, there's not the infrastructure there to look after those places with that amount of people. Mm. Um, and then the other thing that's been really great is that it's given New Zealanders an opportunity to explore their own backyard. Like, yeah. you know, up until pre-COVID, New Zealanders, you couldn't get a place on the Milford track for love nor money. Mm. You know, it was snapped up by foreign, you know, travellers. Whereas now, you know, people are walking the tracks that they've got, you know, in their own backyard. They're exploring the South Island. They're all, you know, locals are going down to to Milford Sound and, and mm. you know, seeing all of these cool places. And they're just being looked after a little bit better with the like, less people being there. Yeah. So I do think that's one upside of COVID, for here but, anyway. But to counter that, though, I saw a stat. Oh, I can't find the stat at the minute, but the plastic that's come from COVID because of our masks oh, that we're wearing now, for example, those people's throwing in the water, in the river, in the sea, and there's just so many, so many millions of tonnes of this rubbish dredged yeah. up plastic bottles another example as well um, yeah and like i don't know about anywhere else but here in certain restriction levels you're not allowed like keep cups so yes, everyone's yes. going to take away coffee because yeah, yeah, you yeah. can't use yeah. a keep cup and yeah stuff like that yeah yeah so that's pretty sh- crappy as well isn't it how about goddess's quote from this week episode 43 uh traveling with bambi and goddess goddess said so I asked him, what, why should you think about going travelling? He goes, well, when you finish uni, what was the alternative? Well, you go to work, right? Has to be the alternative. He goes, well, that's boring. Yeah, so go and do yeah. it, basically. Yeah. Although, <laughs> no, no, no. I, I just think that there's like a big narrative out there that you kind of have to go travelling either just before or just after uni. True. Yeah. And if you don't do it, you've missed the boat and that's it. You know, you basically wait yeah. until you do. And I just really like want to counter that narrative because I went, you know, I, I sold everything I owned and went traveling at 27, yeah. 28, I think. Um, like it's never too late. Mm, I agree. You can always, you can always do it and you'll probably have a very different experience at 28 than you would at 18. But that's yes. not necessarily a bad thing either. Like, there's stuff that I I found that I loved to do. You know, I loved hiking. I love walking. I like being outside. Mm. When I was 18, I was just getting pissed. Yeah, yeah. And they both have their equal 
amounts of yeah. great times and different experiences. Yeah. I agree, yeah. So I I think, you know, if you if you're listening to this in a 26 or whatever and you think, oh well, I've I, you know, I, I missed the boat. I should have gone when I graduated. You didn't miss the boat. No. And actually I've traveled in my 30s. I've traveled, you know. Yeah. I, I went travel, I did some traveling at 19. I've done most of it in my late 20s. I've done some in my early 30s, and it's it's all worth it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And as we said, 70% of my listeners on Spotify listeners are 28 to 34. So if you're in that bracket, I agree with Rachel saying here that it's definitely not too late. And people get so scared of the 30 age, like people give up, they go home, get a job, they call it a career, but it's just a job. And then they start buying stuff because they think that's what you should be doing. But who's to say that's right? Why, why can't you sell all your stuff and go uh, for a year away or six months or whatever it is? Like, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. At all. And it's an interesting age, let's say like 26 to 30, uh, which I've been traveling, me and Emma have been traveling the same age at, at that point interesting age that because you've got a little bit of experience in the world um but you're also still young enough to have, you know give it a good girl on a night out so it's quite an interesting dynamic yeah and you you most people in that age bracket you know you you have it might be a bit harder or a bit a bit more scary but you can give everything up and go yeah you know you're not you're not got like four toddlers at home or something. Yes. Yeah. I, I assume most people at 26 don't. No, but um not. <laughs> yeah, so it might be a little bit, you know, more scary. It might feel like a bit of a bigger jump. But I think you've got almost more to gain from it as well, because mm. you've got that life experience and you sort of know what you want. And you know when you're onto a good thing. Yeah. Like, you know, I think I'd lived in one, two three, four, maybe five different places mm. before I ended up, you know, I'd lived in five different places and I'd travelled to about 15 different countries before I came to New Zealand. Mm. And so that gave me the, you know, the perspective to go, actually, yeah, this is where I want to live. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, this is, whereas would I have moved here if I was 18? Probably not. I would have gone home. Mm. Yeah. And also... 18 I mean that is young isn't it like the Emily and Rachel who came on a few uh weeks ago that'd be a diaries podcast that their, their, their podcast that um whole thing is based on their diaries from when they went in 2010 and they went to South wow. America and stuff and Asia but they were only 18 19 at the time and yeah. over 10 years later it's just great like how young are you at that age to go away but that's I like, imagine yeah, experience you get like, as well crazy like even when I think about you know what would I have done if I'd gone when I was graduated to 22 mm. still very different trip from when I was 28 yeah 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 basically what we're saying is just go whatever age you are yeah oh I'm I'm not I'm definitely not saying don't go when you're young but I'm saying don't think because you didn't go when you're young you've missed it yes absolutely yeah yeah it's just society pressure that makes you don't want to go because you're probably told or asked by various members of family or friends oh so when you're buying a house or when you're getting married or when you're having kids the constant mm. question you get asked in your 20s, um, which does put people off and makes them think, oh, I should be doing that. But there's no right or wrong here. Yeah. And also, you know, it's it. I think it's totally fine to like to jump ship. Like, mm. I don't know, like when I when I graduated, I, I graduated with a fine art degree and I spent 
I don't know what five six years doing freelance work you know working in galleries you know doing unpaid internships yeah and actually it's fine to just press pause mm. do you know what I mean like that, that you can still go back to it yeah you can still like you know like the job I've got now I never would have thought I would be able to get when I was in my 20s mm. and I did that with taking three years off yeah to piss so the jobs will always know. be there right yeah, jobs will always be there and people yeah. value travelling. Yeah, they do. Because you get that world experience that can't be taught. Um, yeah. Discussed on another episode, which is coming in January. But yeah, you can't teach that worldly nous, you know, gut instinct of people or... You yeah, know, and just, you know, being people. able to communicate, being self-sufficient, you know, being open, being open to different interpretations or different ways of thinking. Mm. We kind of created our own quotes there. I'm going to clip quite a few of those, actually. There you go. Oh, wow. See, I'm, I'm useful for something sometimes. Yeah. Just not listen to my podcast, that's all. We've got some clips. Should we do some clips? Yeah. Yeah. So this is clip number one. And drove to the first night to Troyes, which is in the sort of the eastern side of France. Right. That sounds a very French word. Well, spelt Troyes. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I know as in Troy's. I thought that was cool. There's my yeah, friend. That's why when you sort of watch the uh, look, look at the French football league, you see Troy's. Troy's. Yeah. yeah. But actually, Croix. Uh, yeah. Thank you. I think any oh, French. That's what I am wrong. Um, um, I don't think I've had any French listeners yet, but um, maybe we can reach out with this one. Well, there we go. That's a bit of a, that, that's a bit of franglais for them. <laughs> <laughs> And then uh, drove down from from Troyes down to the Ardèche the next day, and you, I would be driving through like drove through the centre of Lyon, and that was a bit of a nightmare. I tell you, because we ended up getting there during sort of rush hour, and yeah, yeah, is that French word as well. Troyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is that is that the sister city of Troyes? <laughs> yeah, Troyes and Troyes. Actually, going to be <laughs> yeah so um this tickled me this little clip um accidental comedy i think a little bit there with toi and then he said accidentally foie as in a reaction to being in, in rush hour traffic in leon and i just jumped on it instantly toi and foie and i just i was gone so what'd you make of that so hang on how was it spelled troy's he said he uh O-Y-E-S, Troyes, yeah. And that's Trois. And that's actually pronounced in French, Trois, as in, I guess, number Trois. A funny clip that I clipped on social media because I just had to pause the episode because I was in crying mode in um, re- sort of relation to when he said Foie and then, yeah, the Sissy's Sea and stuff. So, yeah, kind of lost it a little bit there. Do you think that's like the funniest moment you've had on your podcast? I think it's, I think it's up there with... I, I lost it. Like I couldn't breathe, so I had to stop. So I think based on that, um, yeah. yeah, it was up there. Um, and it was totally accidental. <laughs> it was accidental. I didn't know who was going to say it. Um, and then I didn't know how it's pronounced. And then when he, when he said uh, foi, I just jumped on it and I just like instinctively questioned about that. And it just turned into a little bit of a skit, really. Um, but my friend Tom there, who came on, he's a bit of a actor, like actual does acting. So he's got that sort of like good, um, he can, 
give good impressions and say things in a funny way. So I guess that kind of tickled me as well. But thank you. That's one of my favourite clips. Did you like it? Oh, I did. Okay. Next one. Uh, it's the first time I heard it because I uh, didn't listen before. Oh, I. <laughs> hang on a minute. No, it's the episode, I mean. Oh, I see. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, let's do another clip. <laughs> Thanks for accepting my invitation. We met, and I'm going to put this on record. I don't care who fun hears this. <gasps> no! Oh. Well, I recognised that one, didn't I? <laughs> well, have you listened back to that before? Or is, it, is that the first time you've heard it since it's been recorded? It's the first time because I don't like my own voice. I don't right. listen to my own um, episodes. Well, I don't listen to any of the episodes, do yeah, I? Yeah, no, we've, we've established that. Um, <laughs> yeah, you, you sort of got worried for a second there in that when I started to put something on record. Yes. And I then proceeded to tell everyone that that New Zealand job that I had, that we had uh, in Wellington, was the worst I've ever had on record. Did you say where we worked, though? I don't think you did. I think Ministry of Education. Yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> In the basement with no windows. Yeah, no windows, yeah. Treated like absolute rats. Oh, there. my God. Do you remember when they had a Christmas party and they wouldn't invite us? Yeah. They had it during work hours. And we, like the temps, we all had to sit and work. Yeah. But everyone got pissed next door. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember the, uh, I don't know if you were there for this, do you remember the Weetabix monster email? No. <laughs> so, so what happened was, um, uh, coincidentally since then, I think he, our old bosses know, because uh, people who still work there have told him that we've done a podcast episode and I mentioned it um, on another episode. Anyway, um, so it's not, a, it's not a shock, but yeah, there's a Weetabix monster email that went out. So what I mean by that is, one day I was doing the early shift, which was 7.30 to three or three thirty so I was off I was off first but I was in first yeah and I'd have uh, a bowl of Weetabix and normally this is funny but also pretty bad there's actually a dishwasher there but I couldn't be asked to do anything so what I did is I took the bowl from my desk and just shoved it in the sink and left next morning so I came in 7 30 there's only me and a, and a girl called Heaven um she sits next to me from New Zealand and we open up our emails, obviously, before we start to go on the calls to be, to be available for calls. And there's a Weetabix Monster email, which says, Weetabix Monster, please wash up your stuff. <laughs> and it came from one of the managers, which I won't say who. And it's a Sheila. And she basically told anyone, whoever it is, she doesn't know who it was, whoever is the Weetabix Monster, please clear up your shit after you go end of the day so someone else can't do it. And as soon as we both, me and Heaven, read it, she looked over to me, I looked over to her, she went, that's you in it. I went, yeah, it's me. And just cracked <laughs> up laughing. But yeah, I just couldn't be bothered to clean up my stuff. I had enough because that job was so shit that as soon as you finish, you just want to get out of there. You want to go. Yeah. Oh God, it was just embarrassing. It was such an embarrassing job. I don't know if we spoke about this before, but we were basically an IT support help desk. Yeah. But we didn't know how to use any of the IT systems. Yeah. That we were supporting people to use so yeah. like professional people who needed help to use these systems to do their jobs would call us and be like how do I do this how do I do this on this thing and we would go we don't know <laughs> and we were the IT <laughs> help desk <laughs> yeah every every call I don't know too fair <laughs> I don't know I've never used this before um, unbelievable 
And do you remember there was, I don't even remember what the process was, but it was just like real embarrassed, like a real complicated process that they had to do once a year. And I remember our manager like was like, Rachel, can you ring up schools and um, ask if they need help to do this process? And I was like, no, because if they need help, if I ring them and say, hey, I'm the IT help desk, do you need help to do this process? And they say, yes, please. I'm then going to respond going, okay, well, I can't do that. <laughs> I remember this, yeah. Yeah. What an embarrassing situation. What absolute car crash. My yeah. word. Um, one of the many shitty jobs that you'll probably do on a work permit if you ever do one in one of these countries, which are funny to look back on because at the time we just need money, right? But is that bad in that job that we both left? Oh, uh, I only on did it I got paid over the Christmas break. Yeah. Um, and then I left, I think, the week after Christmas. Yeah. I, I left and took a gamble and thought, oh, I can't do this anymore. So I was left and then hoped that another temp job would come in and it did, luckily, when I was away in Australia for a week. But yeah, that was um, <laughs> desperation. Because I left just before you and... They were like, oh, we'd like to have an exit interview with you. And um, like with me, and they sat yeah. down and um, I was like, and he was like, oh, so have you got any feedback about the job? And I was like, on this role. And he was like, okay, I think I've heard enough. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I don't want any more feedback. Thank you. Bye. It's interesting because they rang me as well. And I gave, probably not as uh, vigorous as you, but I gave some pretty bad feedback. And the person at the agency there, who I do remember her name, said, oh, God, sounds like got something bad going on there. I was like, yeah, but you keep sending temps there. So. Oh, it was actually it was actually the manager who I had my exit interview with. Oh, of the, of the call centre? Yeah. Oh, really? Okay, so that must have been a bit awkward. Oh, I, I just, I, I don't really care. But yeah, yeah. Um, I think he thought that I was going to say like nice things. <laughs> what's that this is wrong this is wrong this is wrong <laughs> he's like okay i think i've had enough <laughs> wow i i do know that that said manager has been told since that uh my quote which that clip is part of when it's the worst job of all time that i've had he has been told that but he apparently took it quite well and found it quite funny is so, he still there i believe so no yeah yeah <laughs> which is oh well crazy to think. this um Help desk. Hi. Yeah. If you're a teacher, you're in trouble. <laughs> if you're a teacher and you can't use the system. Well, I'm screwed. Because nor can we. <laughs> can I have some help? Yeah. No, I don't have to use it. Oh, okay. Um, unbelievable. What a job. Uh, yeah, so that was that was clip number two. Um, maybe do one more. Um, is there anyone else I wish I'd gone? Shanghai. Great Wall China. Did you do that? I did the Great Wall. Did the Great yeah. Wall. I was in Beijing. It's cool. It's a wall. Like- <laughs> <laughs> One of my yeah all time favorite quotes. Uh, I, I know this podcast is supposed to be uplifting, inspiring. Everything's great, but you got to take people's actual real life thoughts and things. And as Lewis said, it's great. It's a wall. <laughs> the Great Wall, of China. Yeah, I yeah. can't wait to visit. <laughs> Do you know what, right? Like, this reminds me, and it's not strictly strictly a travel quote, but it sort okay. of is. So um, it just really reminds me of Aaron. 
Yeah. Like, that's the sort of thing Aaron would say, my my partner. And um, we recently got married and um, we it was just the two of us and we took a helicopter up to like a remote mountain lake. We eloped next to the lake and then we went on like, like we took a helicopter then to like three different like locations, top of mountains in uh, the South Island, mm. middle of winter. It was snow, no one else there. It was just like incredible, right? And um, <laughs> about a couple, few hours in, like, I was out for about five hours or so, like maybe the second to last stop. Um, the photographer is like, oh, um, are you guys hungry? He's like, I've, I've bought some sandwiches. Mm. And Aaron's like, yes, yes, I really want a sandwich. And uh, he gets a sandwich and he takes a bite and he's like, oh, my God, this is the best part of the day. <laughs> is he is he saying that like just it's genuine? No, he like... was genuinely into that sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> and if you ask Aaron about our wedding day, he will tell you about that fucking sandwich. <laughs> Uh, oh, brilliant. He could tell you in minute detail what the sandwich was like, what was in it, <laughs> how you know he ate half of my sandwich too. <laughs> he looked up where it was from, like the day after the wedding. He made us go there and get more sandwiches. Right, I bet he couldn't tell you oh. what I looked like, like what my dress was like. I bet he couldn't tell you where we went. Oh. But that I imagine, sandwich. Oh, I just imagine the day after. Oh, Aaron, you are you researching the honeymoon? Now just researching that sandwich that we had yesterday. That's bloody awesome. All oh, right, okay. Yeah, so like we decided to like leave reviews for like our vendors. And um <laughs> so I'm like writing this review and he's like, Rachel, did you mention the sandwich? Yeah, that's a good one. All boils, all boils down to food, doesn't it, in the end? Yeah, that's the best part of our wedding day, apparently. <laughs> I've seen those pics as well, and they look great, but, yeah, that's yeah, that's interesting. And what was the company out of interest, the sandwich company? <laughs> um, Frank's. Frank's, yeah. Frank. And um, they're based in Frankton in Queenstown. But his sandwich, it was um, chicken... Chicken mayonnaise, I think, on like yeah. for capture bread. Oh, lovely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was very into it. <laughs> Best part of the day. Oh. And it was so funny because we're like standing there with like the helicopter pilot and photographer yeah. and celebrant. And I was just going, oh my God, this is the <laughs> best bit of the day. And I just saw the pilot's face and he's like, <laughs> I was like, don't worry, I'm used to it. He described the best part of nine months in South America as a milkshake he had. Oh, I think <laughs> I've heard that before. <laughs> I seem to recall when we were in New Zealand, he told he told us that, yeah, the milkshake. That seemed that rings a bell with a conversation, maybe on our boozy night out, the one that we had. But mm. yeah, that's that's interesting. Back to clip three though. The reason I asked him about the wall China is because I asked him, oh, he, he lived in China for five years, Lewis. I was like, oh, have you seen a lot? He goes, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've like, seen lots of stuff. I was like, okay, what's the best things to see? And he starts naming everything under the sun. And you're in your mind, you know, is he going to mention the Great Wall of China, that real big... One of the wonders of the world. One is the world. 
And he finished and didn't say it. So I had to probe him about it. And that's when he said, oh, yeah, it's cool. It's a wall. <laughs> Cheers, Lewis. Yeah. Um, it's like um, wh- when we were in Panama mm. um, and everyone was like, oh, are you going to go and see? Oh, my God, what even is it? What's it called? The um... Panama Canal. It's not it's not a Spanish name, it's just a yeah. (laughs) You know, and I was like, all right. I was like, okay, you know, everyone's talking, I've been raving about this canal. You have to pay to go and see it. And I was like, no, I'm not not paying to go and look at a bloody canal. It's an engineering masterclass, isn't it? I tell you what, it's well outside the scope of this podcast episode, but um I know it's pretty damn good in terms of engineering. Okay, well, I think in terms of my ratings for things, my yeah. engineering ratings, it comes below the sandwich. <laughs> okay. Can you imagine if I drag Aaron to see a canal? <laughs> He'd probably get an ice cream when he's like looking at it and goes, God, this ice cream is the best part of the day. <laughs> and um, if you look up, I think it's the wedding company that we use, like the photographer. Yeah. If you look them up on Google, there's probably two reviews because I refuse to mention the sandwich. Aaron wrote his own review. Mentions the sandwich. Because I said other couples do not care about a sandwich when they're looking for a wedding photographer. Um, That's our three clips. I don't think we need to do any more. I think that's a good summary. Um, I've got uh, a few things to kind of finish the episode on. Uh, I've got some lessons learned. And then I thought, um, Rachel, if you want to do the honour, I thought I thought it was about fifteen minutes before we came on, so you're not aware of this. Um, okay. But I do chat you if you listen. So regular listeners of my podcast will know this. A a, a fan favourite feature of my podcast is the travel questions at the end, where I yeah. ask the favourite things of stuff. So I thought you could maybe ask me. No one's ever oh, asked. Oh, okay. Um, so what do I have to ask you? Like questions about your favourite? You've got two choices here. You okay. can log on to my website and log on. You can just go to my website, jameshammond.org and go to the travel page. And there's a, a bunch of questions at the bottom of that. You can ask them, which I kind of use as my base, or you can make them up. All right, I'll make them up. Brilliant. Okay, we'll do that at the end though. Um, oh. Okay. Yeah, so you've got kind of five, 10 minutes to think about that. But um, lessons learned. I've got a few notes here for any button podcasters. This could be one right in front of me here. Who knows? But here's what I've learned. When you start a new podcast, have content ready to go. And what I mean by that is I was in it week to week, and that's pretty stressful. Mm. So what I mean is if you're going to release on March 1st, have six, seven episodes worth already in the bank. Um, Depends what type of podcast you are. But I imagine as well with that, not just your podcast, but your like collateral that goes with it. So your Instagram posts, your yeah, you know your Facebook, your, your pictures, your whatever. You know, just have a big bunch ready to go. Yeah, and you can clip in like preparation for the release of the new episode in advance. Mm. But when you're like going weekends, let, let's say I, I release on a Monday, and I was doing like episodes guests on the Sunday, but yeah, like I've got to get a move on to get that released right. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I would advise if you can get into the space of having sort of some in the bank that would really help you out and be uh, sort of stress-free, really. Um, I've got here of how to get guests. It's an interesting one. There's a bit of research online. 
if you want guests on your podcast um, that are not your friends, you're going to have to reach out with a bit of a pitch to random people, whether that's on social media or by email. Um, so you got to pitch them what type of podcast you are, what vibe it is, how long it is, all the details, platform, blah, blah, blah. I've now created a PDF. So any new guest that I want to come on mine, I send this PDF. It has all the information they need to know, like what time, mm-hmm. um, how to book uh, a time in a Calendly, how to get to Zoom, all this stuff, so they know what's coming up. And you seem to have sort of nailed that recently. Like you've got a whole host of guests coming on that aren't just your friends. Yes. You know, you've got other people and, and experts and things. I go and listen to the episodes, but I look at we the... Know. The description. That's all you need to do, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which uh, I've got a like. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, had a variety of guests. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just read the description and that's fine. Um, no, I had backpackers, I've had people just go on vacation um, who are trying to get people to go to use their vacation time. I had, had a doctor, um, loads of podcast hosts themselves that are kind of in my niche of travel podcasts. Um, had some bloggers as well and some mates who just want to talk about traveling so i had a quite a bit of a range um Mm. a top tip if you're trying to get someone who's like um maybe like an author or a writer or a doctor who may be like releasing something in the future and in that like mode of promotion they're more likely to come on your podcast as a guest during that promotion period when they're trying to if they release the book rather than six months after that because they're kind of done with that bit that phase so yeah yeah if you're pretty switched on and you, you know someone's releasing a book um and you ask them to come to your podcast they might say yeah because it's more audience for someone to buy it or something like that right so that's an example for you um so the dr angel iskovich who came onto my podcast had just released a book which i read in two days called the art of routine and oh, it's yeah. a great book um quite a simple book but um quite small um not too much in depth but easy if you if you to understand in terms of your circadian rhythm and all that sort of stuff in terms of travel. So he came on because I think he was probably in that mode of sort of like publishing his book a little bit. So there you go. Uh, I've got a few other things here. How to, how to be organized. Yeah. Like I said, get, get content in, in advance. Um, I have now, I now have a calendar, unbelievably first time ever in my life. Um, so you know what dates you're kind of recording episodes and also you can block time out. So you've got, you give yourself some space um yeah and kind of like like i said get your pdf ready get your pitch ready save your hashtags um i do all my clips for the week in one session so oh uh, yeah so for this one today i'll probably clip six or seven clips on it like probably tomorrow and that'd be it like i've got them ready to go for a week next week um in the bank yeah just kind of some lessons learned really that's um, pretty yeah pretty don't get too damn hearted like people are obsessed with downloads but if you've got one person who regularly tunes in, that's enough because they're kind of relying on you for a bit of content. So that's good. Yeah. Are you ready right. for your questions? Yep. Here are some travel questions. Favourite things, right? To ask five. me. It's travel question time. That I'm going to ask you. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. okay. The best hostel or hotel that you've ever stayed in? Love D, Bangkok. You did an episode on that, didn't you? Yes. The one I stayed at is actually no longer there. Um, they, they have oh. two in Bangkok. They closed one. So the one I actually physically stayed at is not there anymore, but the one that is there is on CM Square in Bangkok. Your worst in-flight meal? I had 
Um, some grim. I hate mashed potato. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and mashed potato and airplane food is, is is grim, but it's easy for them because they can scrunch it all up into the little container. And it was like a veggie sausage and mashed potato, and it was just dry, no gravy, grim. I think I, I didn't even eat it. I, I normally finish food, but nah, not that time. So mashed potato and veggie sausage with no gravy. Your favourite walk? Gosh, that's a great question. Off the top of my head, I'm going to say I love the walk around Lake Louise in Alberta. Oh, yeah. You can walk around the edge of it. You can climb up or you can walk around it. Um, both equally as good. Is there, is there a tea house there? Yeah, so yeah, if you if you said hike, I would have said different question, a different answer, but walk is around the bottom bit because there's a hotel there. You can walk, get a coffee, watch the sun come down. It's brilliant. But yeah, you can hike up and there's a tea house with a great view. And you can go even higher than that and get an even better view, uh, depending on what your level of um, hiking is like. But yeah, tea house is great. Quite popular. So um, you're probably sitting outside. But uh, yeah, decent tea house. The one thing that you couldn't go traveling without, like what's the top packing thing you've got to have? They are my San UK flip-flops. What flip-flops? Uh, it's a brand called San UK, S-A-N UK. Oh. Bought them in Hawaii. Haven't looked back since. Because I, I, I was hiking uh, a little viewpoint on Lanakai Beach, just off Lanakai Beach in Oahu. And my flip-flops at the time broke halfway up and it was all stony. So my foot was like torn to shreds. So I went down to the first shop I found and they just had these flip-flops, no idea what they were, and like yoga mat, like spongy texture. Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. There we go. Yeah. Your least favourite walk? <laughs> Does it have to be a hike or can it be a walk? Either, either. Um, the worst walk that I've experienced is walking from the start of East Hastings Street in downtown Vancouver to maybe East Hastings Street and Main Street. It's probably a few blocks. Um, along that street is grim because it's like the wire and you'll see people shooting up heroin, um, asking oh. you for money, uh, living tents. It's a pretty grim area and the government needs to sort it out. That's probably one of the worst walks you could do. Simon Reeve done a America's thing, I think last year, year before. Yeah. I think America's is in like top to bottom. He dropped into Vancouver and the only thing he saw in Vancouver was that street because it's that bad. That's the only place he went. Yeah. Can't believe it. All the other things he could have sent around Vancouver, but he went to some sort of like um drug place where they help him the addicts, which is fine, but the longest journey you've ever done, like be it plane or bus or boat. Yeah, Halon Bay to Luang Prabang, 38 hours, I think it was, which included a boat and a bus. The best sunrise you've ever seen. That would be my background picture that you can see now, which is Poon Hill in Nepal. The best animal you've ever seen. <laughs> like, you know, you've seen whales. Yeah, it, it probably is a whale. Um, it's dolphins or whales. Uh, I think I think we saw a blue whale of Kaikoura, I think. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Do you ever see killer whales when they were here? I've not seen any killer whales yet. Ah, oh, they come to Wellington sometimes. Yeah, I think there was a big thing of it. The year wasn't there when it was like in the harbour, wasn't it? Or it was lost. Oh, that was a different whale. That was a southern right whale. Ah, oh, damn. <laughs> Sorry, whales. Uh, uh but yeah, 
Yeah, I am. Um, it's on our list to do here, actually, is a Orca tour, if you like. Oh, that'd be, that'd be pretty cool. Can't wait to do it. Yeah, it's been a while because of COVID, it's not really happened, but yeah, I'm on it. Where do you do that? Like off Vancouver Island? Yeah. 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 You can go from you downtown wanna, there. Um, you could go real far north, couldn't you? You could see polar bears. Yeah, they're scary, don't they? Don't hibernate. You're not going to like get in a fight with one. You're just going to look at it. Oh, I'm sure you'll understand if I start taking photos. Yeah. Yeah. They're like bigger than any other polar, any other bear. They don't hibernate. They, they're just animals. They don't hibernate. It's the only bear that doesn't hibernate. Yeah. I know that they're like, they're massive as well, aren't they? Like, Huge, compared like to other bears. Yeah. Look, here regularly you see the height of bears, like black, brown, grizzly, but they're way taller than grizzly bears. They're like even higher. Terrifying. I'd, I'd want to go. I think I'd go. Right. Them. Okay. <laughs> Next episode. <laughs> okay. Final question for yeah, you. Let's do a final one. And yeah. this you have to do quick fire. No thinking. You just have to do it. Okay. Yeah. Your favorite guest. Uh, oh, you didn't do quick fire. Lewis, Lewis Huxtable. <gasps> Your worst. Your least favorite. No, I'm joking. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I officially don't have any favourites or least favourites, but uh, you asked a quick fire one. I think Lewis, because he makes me laugh. Right. Um, there's another clip that I we, we could have shared. I've actually shared on my Instagram. And he the way he said it just makes me laugh. But um, yeah, Lewis Huxtable. Big up to my man, Lewis. Big up. Go. Yeah. That's I think, yeah, I think that's all I have really planned for the, the analysis episode of the year. Um. Any last thoughts before we wrap this up? Any any words of wisdom for me to, for twenty twenty two? There you go. You can like oh, words tell of me wisdom. yeah for the podcast. Like any words of inspiration or keep going, James. Anything like that? What do you think? Keep going, James. <laughs> um, nah, just keep. I think keep plugging on. Yeah. Um, you're obviously onto something. People like it. Right. Okay. Cool. There you go. And that is that. That is the last episode of the year. Thank you, Rachel Fox, for turning up. It's been a pleasure. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year. Okay, thanks for coming on, Rachel. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Anytime. Get downloading. You've got 45 episodes to download. Can't wait for that. I've I've got 45 to listen to. (laughs) Thank you for listening to my Winging It Travel podcast episode today. You can find me on Instagram at James Hammond Travel or Winging It Travel Podcast. You can search for both. I release weekly clips of this podcast episode as well as photos from the last eight to ten years of my travels. You can also find this podcast episode on YouTube. Please search for Winging It Travel Podcast and you can follow and subscribe today. It will either be the video of the podcast or there will be some still pictures to accompany the audio. You can also follow me on TikTok, Facebook and Pinterest by searching Winging It Travel Podcast. I do release daily content to do with travel and the podcast throughout the week. Also check out my website, jameshammond.org. There's content about myself, my travels, and there's also a newsletter sign up as well as a contact form. Finally, please rate and review the podcast on Podchaser. This is my platform of choice. Alternatively, you can rate this on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts from. This really helps the podcast gain a bit of traction for the future in terms of guests and content. 
and I'm glad to see that you guys are listening out there, reviewing it and enjoying the content so far. Stay safe, stay humble, keep listening, keep traveling and I'll catch you soon. Cheers, James.